My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Well, I trust my sitting down behind the drums got you up on your feet. Praise God. Amen. And just for a short while, I'll be up for the next couple hours on my feet, that is. Praise God. Until we get ready to get home just in time for curfew. But in the meantime, amen, the Bible teaches us, amen, there's certain things that we, I'm going to use the word, need to do as children of God. As far as giving him praise, as far as lifting up the Bible says he is worthy. So I thank God for each and every one of you, everybody at home that you've come to join with us. I appreciate that. Praise God. But let's assemble ourselves together, praise God, in such a way with the help of this technology, with the organs, as the Bible teaches us, with the cymbals, the high-sounding cymbals, and the stringed instruments. Praise God. And at home, if you've joined us with your whatever, your bongos or your djembe or your hands, praise God. I trust that we're doing something. Get your feet up off the ground. Praise God. The Bible says to serve the Lord with the dance. Hallelujah. To shout unto him with the voice of triumph. To clap your hands, all ye inhabitants of the land. To sing unto him a new song. Praise God. We've got some things to do. And I thank God that today, praise God, whatever hour it is, whatever time that you're listening, Praise God that we can have a liberty. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can take that freedom that we have. Praise God. I don't know for how much longer, and I don't know how much we have, but we have enough today to say thank you, Jesus. Praise God. At home, join with us. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. In French, we sang the song, but I think of his goodness. And I know anyone knows me, you know the song. When I think of his goodness... All that he's done for me, my very soul cries out, hallelujah. Praise God. So at home, amen, doesn't matter if we disturb the goldfish or the, or the cat or the neighbors, we say hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. For what he has done for me. Praise God. Because April 18th, 2021, listen, I'm going to read. I'm still in Ephesians chapter 2. I used, started in chapter 1 and I can't seem to get out of those two, three verses just to get us going. We all know verses 8, 9, and 10. Last week I read verses 13. I said, but now Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus rather, ye who sometimes were afar off, now were made nigh. Amen. By the blood of Christ. And I like the next three, four verses because there's, there's a, a, a thought or a theme which begins in verse 14. For he is our peace. Someone say, our peace. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Make it a little bit personal at home. Say, my peace. 
Praise God. Verse 14, the first line. Verse 15, the last line. It says, so making peace. Hallelujah. Christ came with a mission. He had something to do and he came to make peace. Because there was enmity between me and God. If you read Romans chapter 8, it says the carnal mind is enmity with God. It cannot please God. Amen. It's not pleasing unto God and it can't please God either. And last week we started looking at examples where we, you and I, servants of the Most High God, where we need to be pleasing God. So now Christ came to make peace. Thank, thank God for peace. Are you glad for peace? Praise God. That's the last line in verse 15. If you jump down to the first line in verse 17, Jesus came and he preached peace. So I don't know about you and I, but I need peace. Hallelujah. And this comes from Jesus Christ. So you can't find it in this world. It is not of this world. The world can't give it to me. The world can't take it away and neither can the devil. Hallelujah. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And what I have, amen, I mentioned to the French saints this afternoon saying, I'm living my life in the, to, during these troubled times. I'm living my life. I'm in protective mode. I'm protecting what God has given me. Praise God. Because there's, the Bible says that as a roaring lion, there's somebody looking to, to, to devour. And the Jesus said he's a thief. Amen. Jesus pointed out. He didn't spare any words. He says he's a liar and he's a thief. In fact, the Bible teaches he's the father of lies. And he is a thief and he's coming to rob us and to destroy and to kill. So that puts me in defensive mode. Praise God. Amen. I've got a helmet of salvation. I've got a breastplate of righteousness. My loins are girt with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And my feet are shot. My feet are shot in the preparation of gospel of peace. And my loins are girt. Let me get the English. Yeah, with the truth. There we go. Amen. Praise God. This is hallelujah. In my hand is a shield of faith. In my other hand is the sword of the spirit. Praise God. So that I am well equipped. Amen. I've been teaching last week and this week as well. We're going to get into some scriptures that you and I are able. Amen. When the devil wants to defeat us, he is not able. I am able to stand. I am able to withstand. The Bible teaches me, praise God. So whatever his wiles are, they can be quenched with what God has equipped you and I with. Praise God. Amen. So I'm getting ready to pray in a couple of minutes, and I want you to join with me, no doubt. Share this link so others will be blessed with how we pray, and we thank God for these things. I've only mentioned two or three things four or five things at the most. We're talking about the blessing that you and I have today. Praise God. Amen. He came to preach peace. Amen. And the Bible says he is our peace. If you're just joining with us, I'm reading, just I'm pulling out a couple of lines from Ephesians chapter 14, for he is our peace. His name is? Verse 15 at the end, soul making peace. Praise God. And then you read verse 17, he came and preached peace. Hallelujah. I thank God that Jesus did what he did and accomplished what he did for you and I today. Praise God. And there's a greater promise, amen, that we're going to read. Hallelujah. And I'm not playing games. You're saying, okay, now we have to sit there and watch for the next 10 minutes. No, I'll tell you where it is. It's the last verse in the last chapter of Matthew. That's even a greater promise. We're going to read it. We're going to get our Bibles and we're going to read it. Hallelujah. But I want you to stay with me, even though I've told you that's just one verse of many that we're going to read. But that's a greater promise that we have. Knowing what Christ Jesus has come to establish and then he gives us the promise. He says, for lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end. And we've been preaching about the end. 
end. Hallelujah. And we have promised that Jesus Christ will be with us to the end. Hallelujah. Praise God. So your hands ought to be up by now. Amen. At home, praise God, because we're going to. Amen. I'm going to go to God in prayer. As Jesus says, when you pray, this is how you ought to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God for that blessing that we have today. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. Amen. I thank God today for those of us. We are here. Amen. We're ready. We're anxious to do your will. Praise God. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. And I thank God today, praise God, that wherever we are at, if we're walking down the street, or maybe we're even, wherever we're locked in, we're, some, some of us were locked out of the streets, we're locked in our houses. Doesn't matter where we're at, at work, on the way to work, we're not ashamed of this gospel, for it is the power of God. Hallelujah. As many as received him, to them he gave power to become children of God, the sons and daughters of God today. And I thank God for that power that is in each and every one of us today. Praise God. That's why we're here to make some noise. That's why we're here to move a little bit. That's why we're here. Praise God. We don't mind serving you in a dance because we're not bound. Praise God. We're not fettered. Hallelujah. We're not being held down. We're not told to be shut up. We're not, we're not told to be quiet. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can say like David said, I will bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all, oh my soul, and all, amen, oh my soul, and all that is within me today. I'm giving you the praise and the glory, praise God, hallelujah, for who you are, hallelujah. Before you've even said and done anything, praise God, I worship you, Heavenly Father, for who you are. I thank God for your love. You so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son. Thank God for that gift today. Praise God that you have given us. Hallelujah. That gift, praise God, which we have received, which we have accepted, which is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. I pray that this mind will be in my brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter who's listening. Doesn't matter where they're listening. They will recognize and realize that there is only one man, Jesus Christ. There's only one person who shed his blood on the way to Calvary, being nailed to the cross while he was yet on the cross. They made sure that every drop of blood was, was shed speared from his body. They opened up his side. And the Bible says the blood and the water hit the ground. But I thank God, amen, that this blood has cleansed us. This became the redemption of our sins. This became a washing, praise God, so that when Jesus Christ will present the church unto his Father, he will present a bride that is glorious, a bride, a bride that is without spot and without wrinkle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that washes in the name of Jesus, praise God. Whiter than snow. Hallelujah. Thank God, amen, for this cleansing element that we have to wash away our sins. In the name of Jesus, praise God. We came into this world as sinners, doomed for hell. But I thank God, amen. Jesus says, marvel not that I say unto thee that you must be born again. And I thank God for this newness of life which we have received through Christ Jesus because he is life. Hallelujah. One life. He is the way. There is one way. Hallelujah. One truth. He is the truth. Blessed be the name of the Lord. One spirit. One doctrine. One father. Hallelujah. Praise God. One baptism. Praise God. And I thank God today in Christ Jesus, your son. We lift him up. He is worthy to be praised. As the Bible teaches us, I to lift up the son of man and I will draw all men unto me. Praise God. Whatever opportunity we have to lift up the name of Jesus, hallelujah, for there is no other name given to us, given to a man, given to a woman, whereby with 
we may be saved. And I thank God for the name of Jesus. There is power in that name. The anointing of the Spirit of God. Healing in the name of Jesus. By His stripes, we are healed. Praise God. I pray for my brother and sister in need right now. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is. Hallelujah. If it's here, if it's there, if it's in here, if it's in the back or in the front, in Jesus' name, be healed now by the stripes of Jesus Christ. He was did not shed His blood for nothing. He did not receive the stripes in vain. Be healed right now. The Bible teaches that He took your affirmities in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not caring what Jesus took in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. For the blessing that we have today to be a participant, a partaker of these promises in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God for your word, which we have. Thank God, amen, for the word of God, for this book that we're about to open in a few minutes as we get ready to read, as we get ready to receive. Anoint in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Anoint this word. Hallelujah. Praise God. So every word, amen, that will that comes out of my mouth this afternoon, it will find its way into good ground in the name of Jesus. Praise God. As the prophet prophesied of old that the root will grow downward so that fruit will grow upward in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I thank God for good ground today. Whatever is going to choke the word, I come against it right now before it's even spoken. I bind the spirits of this air, wickedness, whatever... It's whatever exalted itself against the knowledge of our my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I thank God. Amen. These strongholds are broken right now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Defeated devil before you even start in the name of Jesus. Praise God. For we have power in the name of Jesus. And I rebuke and bind and resist the devil so that we see him flee. Devil, if you don't want to flee, you belong under my feet with the serpents and the vipers in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I thank God today. Hallelujah to be found. Praise God. Amen. With resurrection life. Hallelujah. The spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwelling you. It will quicken your mortal body. Praise God. And I thank God for that quickening spirit. Praise God. Which we have. That dead raising spirit which is in us today. In the name of Jesus I give you the praise and the glory. All the honor. Hallelujah. All the praise. All the glory. Praise God. For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. A couple of lines I left out. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, Lord. Hallelujah. But lead us unto the way which, amen, praise God, the way which leadeth unto life today. Thine is the power. Thine is the, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Keep your hands up. My brothers and sisters, praise God. Amen. Show God what's in you. Hallelujah. What's in your heart. Open up your mouth out of the abundance of the heart, so speaketh. Praise God. The heart today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Nothing comes out of your mouth. Nothing in your heart. God forbid. Let's put something. I plant right now. The word of God. Plant that seed. Words of spirit and of life. Those listening now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Holy Ghost, anoint this message as, it about, as we are about to receive from God today, Lord. I thank God. Hallelujah. For your spirit. Praise God. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. Liberty in the name of Jesus. Liberty. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. How shall we neglect so great salvation as, as I speak of the Lord and Savior? Hallelujah. My brother says some people, ah, that's 2,000 years ago. What you getting on with? Praise God. I know he was crucified. The crucifixion took place. But you know what he's doing for you and I right now at this very moment? He maketh intercession for us at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. I know and I realize that blood was shed a couple thousand years ago. It only took place once. He was on the cross for a few hours. That was it. Put him in a grave, but that couldn't hold him. They rolled a stone in front. That didn't stop him from coming out. Praise God. And now, seated at the right hand of his father, praise God, waiting for the, the last trump, his signal to come and get us. In the meantime, he maketh intercession. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. This is what Jesus said, but by me. And I thank God today that we have a Savior. His name is, amen. We have a Lord. His name is, amen. We have an intercessor for you and I. His name is, praise God. Hallelujah. At home, I want you to say his name. Praise God. I want, so anybody listening for the first time and they think, well, what's all this about? It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Praise God. It's not about the preacher. It's not about the organ player. Amen. It's not about Facebook Zuckerberg or whoever it is. This is all about Jesus. And I thank God that we can take advantage of whatever technology, a wireless microphone. Hallelujah. They downloaded scripture in my, in my electronic device old-fashioned paper and ink, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, doesn't matter how you're listening to me on social media, this is all about Jesus Christ and Him crucified, a Savior for the world, hallelujah, hope and deliverance for a dying world in need. Praise God, I thank God for that blessing. Praise God, I'm not ashamed of it either. Praise His holy name. His name is Jesus. 15 seconds. Keep your hands up. Thank God. The Bible says after you've done your prayers, offered your prayers and supplications, then you offer your thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. With prayers and supplications and thanksgiving. Praise God. So I prayed. I supplicated. Now it's thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for making me whole. Thank you, Jesus, for being the way, being the truth, being the life. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Great salvation. Hallelujah. So rich, so free, freely you have received. Praise God. And today I intend to freely give. Praise God. Thank the Lord for saving my soul thank come on let's be thankful the bible says hallelujah for making me whole hallelujah praise god i don't feel whole i'm all i got some pain over here confess it amen thank the lord hallelujah for, you believe he's your savior then you can believe he's your healer simple as that amen so many people oh, he saved me he saved me i'm not so sure about the healing he's your savior he's your healer Thank the Lord, hallelujah, for this great salvation. Praise God, so rich and free, hallelujah. Thank the Lord, the Bible says in all things giving thanks. Praise God, in whatever state, Paul said, in whatever state I am, he said, I'm content. I call that the state of contentment, hallelujah. So you picture Paul, or rather Paul, Paul floating on a, on a, on a broken piece of ship, wreck in the waves bouncing up and down he says whatever state I am I'm content he wrote those words while he was tied to a soldier in a prison in a Roman prison he says whatever state I am I'm content and my wife's just looking at me saying hey I need some more Paul inside of you 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Because the flesh doesn't like to be content all the time. But thank God, even for his word. Hallelujah. The teaching that we have, Paul says, whatever state I'm in, I'm content. Are we content today? Because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We have some, some worship. Praise God. Some praise and worship. We're not allowed in our churches. We've been at home for a year. We've been locked in and locked out and all these things. But I'm trying my best, praise God, with the organ and the drums and the guitar. Amen. To come into your house and make an atmosphere, praise God, so your hands can go up with freedom. Hallelujah. So your, 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 um, your voice can be heard, your singing voice, your praising voice, your praying voice can be heard, praise God. Amen. Above all the ruckus that's going on in this world, it doesn't matter what's taking place, praise God. But God has priority. Hallelujah. God is first and foremost, praise God. And in fact, the Bible teaches you when you serve God, when you bring your offerings to God, there's a term that's used in the New Testament of your first fruits, praise God. So God's first, amen. We serve God with our tithes and our offerings. Hallelujah. You, you gave, you served God this week. It came in. We have an offering, even the offering bucket in the back this afternoon. Amen. The, those brought their offerings into the house of God. We serve God with our first fruits, but it's, it goes beyond just our, our dollars and our cents. Praise God. What we have, the fruit of your lips. If you read the last chapter in Hebrews, it talks about what we do continually. If I serve God continually with my money, well, that's one thing that would be pretty tough to do. God would have to be quick in multiplying it. Hallelujah. And it does work that way, and I thank God for it. Praise God. But what I can do continually is to serve God. Hallelujah. With the fruit of my lips, continually giving thanks unto Him. Praise God. For He is great. For He is our Savior. I thank God. Praise God. Being the Word. Being who He is. Jesus Christ, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. The living word. Hallelujah. The second Adam. Praise God. Amen. A living spirit, the Bible says. Praise God. I'm just trying to get you excited about Jesus Christ. I trust you are. Praise God. So that this salvation, whatever's in you, I'm trying to stir it up. Praise God. So it shall flow out of your belly as a river of living waters. Praise God. Because that's what's in us. We have life. Christ in you is the hope of glory. And I thank God for that blessing which we have, which you and I have today. Praise God. Hallelujah. So thanks so much for joining with us. It's not over. It's just a about to begin. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now that we're all, all um, spiritual, praise God. We've forgotten about the responsibilities and what's going on in the kitchen or somewhere else. We're getting ready to be found at the, at the feet of Jesus Christ. Praise God. We're getting ready to receive. Hallelujah. Get ready. Eyes are opened in the name of Jesus. Ears are opened in the name of Jesus. Hearts will be opened in the name of Jesus to receive. Eyes to see and ears to hear that we be blessed as we get ready for the Word of God. Hallelujah. So, my name is Lincoln. This is a live stream from the House of God in Montreal. As we, as you get ready to be seated, I, I um, be seated in the presence of our Lord, Jesus Christ, in the presence of the Most Holy God. But I want you to have a Bible in your hands. I'm getting ready to read. I have a lot to read because God has a lot to say. Hallelujah. So I want you to get comfortable for the next hour or so, however long it takes for what God has for you and I today. Let's get ready to receive. Someone say, thank you, Jesus, before you sit down. Praise God. And while you're at it, as we get settled, as we change the order of the service, share this link with your brothers and sisters and your friends and your family so that they too will be blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. To help me preach the Word of God. Help me sow the seed by sharing this link or subscribing and 
Some of you know what to do more than I do, but praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. Hallelujah. For me, for me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. I know, hallelujah, for me. Hallelujah, for me, for me, for me. I know was the blood. Thank God for the blood. Oh, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on that cross. I know. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. If you have to get back up on your feet, then stand back up. Amen. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. No, it was the blood for me, for me, for me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on that cross. Yeah, I know. Oh, it was blood for me. Let's sing some good news. Amen. He's coming back for me. Hallelujah. Let's rejoice. Praise God. Amen. Coming back for me, for me, for me, for me. One day when I, hallelujah, Jesus died on the cross. I know, I know, hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah for me, hallelujah for me. Me for me for me, I know it was the blood for me for me. Jesus died on the cross. I know, I know. Hallelujah! One more time, praise God. Let's rejoice. Hallelujah! This promise belongs to you and I. Hallelujah! I know it was the blood for me. Yeah. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on that cross. I know it was the blood. I know. Hallelujah. Let's sing that last line. Repeat it. Praise God. Was the blood. I know. Yeah, I know. Hallelujah. Praise God. It was the blood. The blood of Jesus Christ washes whiter than snow. The blood, praise God, of Jesus Christ washes whiter than snow. Hallelujah. Praise God for me. Someone say for me. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the, in the comment section, you can say for me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Thankful. Thankful for the blood. Hallelujah. Praise God. For me, for me, for me. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be his holy name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's take him in some extra time today. Praise God to be thankful for this salvation. Hallelujah. Let's not neglect what we have received. Let's not forget what we have received, what God has given us. It was, amen, it was bought with a great price. It was a, a, a sacrifice that you and I could not make. It was, it was a debt that we owed, but something we could not pay. And I thank God, amen, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
was there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God to make a way. Amen. A way out of my sin. A way out of my trespasses. Amen. A way out of sinking ground. Amen. A way out of the miry clay. Praise God. That my feet can be on the rock today. Upon this rock, Jesus said, I shall build my church. Hallelujah. I shall build. Who builds? Jesus Christ. Whose church? My church. He builds his church. I shall build my church upon this rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I thank God today. Praise God that I can be found. Praise God. Right where Jesus says, I'll build. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Some people can't go to the church because they're, they're gated up. They're barricaded up. But thank God. Amen. Nothing prevails against where I'm at in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God because God makes a way. Amen. My weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. I'm not here to fight flesh and blood. Praise God. Amen. But my what? praise God. My weapons that are spiritual. Hallelujah. They are mighty in the name of Jesus. Praise God. And every devil and every demon is a liar. But I thank God today, praise God, that through His Spirit, by the Holy Ghost, praise God, amen, that we have by the anointing of the Spirit of God, amen, we are more than conquerors in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and I give Him all the praise and all the glory today for what He has done, praise God, and what He continues to do in the name of Jesus, praise God, in the middle of a pandemic or in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, praise God, amen, are you with me today at home, praise God, amen, it doesn't matter where you may be, Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You may be in the socialist police province of Ontario under, under restrictions that have never been done, never, never been seen before in this country. But I shall fear no evil in the name of Jesus. Praise God. For my God is with me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whom shall I fear? Praise God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank God for this blessing. Praise God. Amen. That my brothers and sisters have today where they're at. And I pray a little extra for, my, for the saints of God in the province of Ontario facing whatever situation tomorrow morning that hasn't been. We never heard of things like this since Nazi Germany in World War II. But here it is in the middle of April 2021. But I thank God the yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil in the name of Jesus. Anoint my brothers and sisters. Sisters. Hallelujah. South of the lake and north of the lake. Praise God. Amen. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. Even in the Dryden area, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Where there are saints, my brother, on the, on the shores of the Hudson Bay, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Bless. Amen. Your children today. Hallelujah. Give them that extra provision that they need through the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And all others, hallelujah, praise God. Amen. We're serving God in spirit and in truth. Whatever happens, praise God. We have the promise. Remember I said I'd read that verse? Praise God. May as well read it before we get ready to sit down. One quick verse where Jesus said in Matthew, the last chapter, the last verse, he says, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Then he was gone. He was gone. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you need to be spiritual to get that one. Praise God. But we're going to look into it. You may be seated. Hallelujah. In the presence of a most holy God. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. Welcome to everyone, however, whatever social media platforms that you're listening on. Amen. I thank God. Or different media platforms, whatever it is, you've been able to tune in. It is a blessing. I'm delighted and blessed by the Spirit of the living God for this opportunity to come into your homes with the gospel. Hallelujah. Of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Are you with me today? Amen. With the gospel. 
Praise God. Amen. I'm not selling a product. Amen. I'm here to introduce to you a Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it's through this word, by the word of God, that we lift up his name. Praise God. Hallelujah. What, to do what we can do unto the glory of God for the kingdom of God, for, for souls to be added to his kingdom. So it's a blessing. You can tell the, the joy that I have to show you what we've been up to. Praise God. So that's it for news. Thank God for joining with me. We're getting ready to read, so make sure you have your Bibles. Again, I insist I'll be reading from a King James Bible, so if, that's, if you follow along with that version, we'll be reading word for word. It'll be easier to understand. Praise God as I read from, from what I was raised in as a five-year-old, the infant. I'm, I'm 59 right now. Praise God. And I was raised with, uh, with that version, so that's the one I stick to. That's the one I know by heart. According to uh, what they say, anyways, um, the, the easiest version to memorize or, or, or commit to memory is the, is the King James. So... Um, no argument. So anyways, I'm reading from the King James. Follow along. Praise God. And I'm, we're going to begin reading, I think from the onset, last week I mentioned that we read from 2 Thessalonians and the second chapter. And I said this week we're going to turn the page into 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. But something happened this week. And um, I'm going to mention this now before we proceed, before we look into other scriptures. As I was listening to last week's preaching, um, verses just came in, just flooded my mind. So I don't think we're going to get to Second Thessalonians chapter 1. And as I listened to the preaching, and I said, oh, okay, i got to add this verse. Okay, here's, here's a thought. This is what Jesus um, spoke of his kingdom before Pilate. And this is how Jesus, and I already read one of the verses, spoke about being with us and the, the, the blessings that we have as we read these scriptures, it will bless us. We're still talking about the end time. This is why I changed the, the, the title. You could, the title for this week is End Time Endurance. So in the same, I went through an hour and a half of this teaching to my French brothers and sisters, and now I'll present um, to you several verses. We're going to read several verses that God has given me throughout this week. I'd be meditating. I'd be doing something, and then I'd, I'd run. I'd get, get my... Um, Get my Bible and write down, okay, this verse, we've got to read this verse. We've got to read this verse. And the more I added, the more Second, Second Corinthians chapter 1 just seemed to be lowered down in the list. So next week, we'll probably end up, we'll probably um, continue from where we left off. If some of you remember what we were looking at last week, uh, we were in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 about being gathered together. Hallelujah. Someone say amen. Gathered together unto him. This is what we read last week. Praise God. That promise that you and I have, praise God, that is, that is given us. And we also, last week, we looked at 1 John chapter 4 in the 18th verse, how that, the, the teaching I had was the things that we hear. Are you either listening to something that's going to allow your faith or, or, or permit your faith to grow, or are you listening to things that are going to make you faint? Amen. Last week, the subtitle was Faint Not. They've been words of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We say, I write these things unto you that ye don't faint. You don't pass out. Praise God. That you make it unto the end. Hallelujah. And we're going to reread that scripture verse. That's why I wrote, we need end time endurance. If this is the end time, we need to endure. 
Hallelujah. Because we're already looking at scriptures. I think it's begun to become clear that there are certain tribulations and trials, if you want, some persecution that we will have to go through before Jesus comes back. That's clear in the scripture. I mean, it's already taken place. Uh, this is Jesus said, um, this gospel must be preached to the entire world. So if I look at this from a world, from a global point of view, I mean, there's countries where Christians don't exist anymore. And if they are, they're like completely underground. You can go to Syria and you can't find them. And they eliminated their... So uh, Kuwait, uh, Iraq, Iran, Yemen. I mean, how many other countries? You can't walk around with this. You can't walk down the main street with this in your hands. So, I mean, if somebody was to go, and, and, and I was raised with this teaching, people were saying, well, we're out of here. Before all this happens, we're out of here. We don't go through anything. God's a God of love, and God won't, God won't allow us to do this. And so they're saying, well, explain that to the brother who was on his knees, or the sister who was on his knees with a machete at his neck, saying, you deny or you die. Explain that to him. Say, oh, don't worry about it. Jesus is coming back any time. And then he loses his head. So explain that to a pastor in China a few days ago who had a congregation gather. You can't gather in churches. A church like this doesn't exist in China. And this past, so the pastor was congregating. There's, I don't know how many people, but in his house, a pastor was doing what a pastor does, pastoring, and the police walked in. Now he's in jail for the next nine years. This is what's happening. You're saying, oh yeah, that's the other side of the world. That's a Chinese devil. No, it's not. The devil is a devil. The devil is the devil. That's what I should say. It's not a Syrian devil or a Syrian spirit that's going against the Syrian Christians and a Chinese devil. No. Lucifer is Lucifer. So that same spirit that's happening down there, east to the west in Syria or some other country or China or whatever, is the same spirit that's making its way. Creeping in, Jude says, unawares amongst the brother. Some, so, and so... When Jesus said, and I've been quoting this scripture for the past three months in Matthew chapter 24, verse 44, where Jesus says, I'm going to tell you something. He says, therefore, be ye also ready for in an hour that ye think not the son of man cometh. So when I see all these people trying to think and draw charts on how come up with the hour in an hour that you think not, don't think about it. He's coming like a thief in the night. I had blessed fellowship, praise God. I, I didn't go through the list, I haven't looked, but is, is my friend there from Ontario? Yes, John and Linda. I was talking to my brother John this week, and he's a contractor, and he was way up in the, in the, in the um, uh, what's the word, up in the, in the, ra raf the, the rafters, the rafters, putting up, putting up a roof, and he was summoned to come down by the Ministry of Labor, so, uh, and he's telling me this story. He says, he says they showed up like a thief in the night. I mean, you're going about your business, but I said, I said, and I'm looking, I said, brother, were you ready? He said, oh yeah, I had my hard hat on, and he said, I had my vest, I was strapped on and strapped in with my ex and my, and my whatever I needed, everything, it's all legal, so he was ready, never know when they're going to show up, and all of a sudden, there he was, and he said, that allowed me to testify, I came down, he says, you're just like Jesus, you come like a thief in the night, when they were summoned, okay, everybody come down, inspection, make sure you got your, your uh, toe caps on, and your head caps on. Hallelujah. Amen. Got to be ready. Praise God. Amen. I wouldn't have cost him his life. Well, if he had, a, if he had not, you know, I don't cost you your life if you're not secure. But he would have come down, would have paid a heavy fine had you not been ready. That's the way it works. Even in Quebec, that's the way it works. Amen. Now, when Jesus Christ comes, well, then you don't have that second chance. You don't have that. It will be a heavy fine, but there's no way out of it. You're going to end up going through worse things than that we will or are facing, or we will have to face. So we want to do, this is Jesus. 
Therefore be ye also ready. Get your Bible and read it. Matthew 24, 44. Therefore be ye also ready. So I've been starting off with this scripture verse because everything we learn, you read Revelation chapter 13, you read Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 8, Daniel chapter 12. Doesn't matter where we have been reading from. Prophet Isaiah, we're going to read some Prophet Amos this afternoon. Doesn't matter where you're reading from. Everything points back to what Jesus says. Therefore, be ye also ready. I can't, here's the disclaimer. Here's the fine print, if you would. I can't give you a day. I can't give you a time. But I can tell you to be ready. Hallelujah. You're saying, well, how's that? We begin to read. Amen. There it is. Praise God. So it all depends. As I said, we go back to what we hear, what we listen to. And Jesus Christ is going to point this out. He's going to confirm what I taught last week, and we're going to read this in the book of John in a few minutes. So I'd I would like you to stay with me. Praise God as we go through these scriptures. But thank God, amen, when I have to make a decision, I want to increase my faith. I want my faith to grow in the grace of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? So that I'm not overwhelmed with fear. So last week I said there's things that I listen to in the grace and the knowledge. Did I forget knowledge? Yeah, amen. To grow in the grace and the knowledge of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So last week when I was mentioning there's some things that I don't want to, there's things that I, I listen to and they wear me out. It's like my faith is being replaced or being overwhelmed. Amen? And this we read scripture last week where Jesus says, when, when, I, when the Son of Man shall return upon this earth, he's going to look for something. He's going to be looking for faith. At home, if you, didn't, if you missed last week's teaching, I encourage you to go listen to it. Praise God. Because I did, and I asked you, said, listen to this teaching again. It was a good teaching. It was different. Hallelujah. And I did this week, and it, and it blessed me. Not just because I was, anyways, I listened to it. That's all I got to say. Go back and listen to it. Find out because when Jesus Christ is coming back, he is going to look for something. Amen. He's not going to look for your church membership card. Amen. You're not going to pull out your photo ID. Say, here I am. Look at this. P-A-O-C, B-A-O-C, Southern Baptist, Southern, but you know, Mormon of the church of the L-C-J. They got all kinds of, what, and he's not going to, he's not looking. He's going to look for faith. And the Bible teaches me that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? By the word of God. And how are you going to hear the word of God? Because there's going to be a preacher anointed by the spirit of God to preach what thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm glad you've tuned in. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because fear hath torment. This is what we read in John's epistle, chapter 4, in the 18th verse. I don't want fear. I want faith so that I faint not. Praise God. Faith or faint? That's what I wrote in the margin of my Bible last week. Faith or faint? Praise God. Because we need to press on. We need to run with patience the race which is set before us. Having set aside him and the weight and the sin which, which so easily besets us. It's all around us. There it is. It gets in our way. But amen, we've set it aside and we run with patience the race. Looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith. This is Hebrews, praise God, verses 2 and 3 in chapter 12. You'll, it'll make the comment section, praise God. Blessed be his holy name. I'm going to read from Colossians. As I mentioned last week, I kind of announced that we'd be going into 2 Thessalonians. I don't think we'll get there. But let's see. Let's see how far we can, we can make it today. I have some scriptures that uh, confirm uh, kind of what we looked at, different areas of what we looked at last week. And these scriptures came to mind as I listened to the preaching of the Word of God. 
and we did well. I know some of you listened to it over and over again because last week was, I mentioned the past two, three weeks we were doing, we were blessed with over 500 views. Last week, as of now, as of last night, we were over 1,200 views in English, 1.2K. So whether they listen for 10 seconds or 10 minutes, anyways, once they've logged on, their opportunity is there. So, and I, and I thank God some of you did listen to it. Hallelujah, as I asked. Praise God. And it's still there. Praise God. So you can go back and listen to it. And we're going to read Colossians from the first chapter. I'm going to begin reading from the 10th verse. 10 seconds to share this link. Hallelujah. I think that's what makes a difference. The more shares I see on our Facebook page, the more listeners we get. So somehow there's a connection. Praise God. Amen. So I trust you're settled down. Or settled in, I should say. Hallelujah. Settled in. You have the Word of God, the Bible in your hands. And we're going to read Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. If you can underline that word, or in my digital text, I made it all capitals, capital P-L, all capitals for the word pleasing, because last week we looked at the example of Enoch before he was translated, before he was caught up. The Bible says that he walked and he pleased, amen? Enoch pleased God. So we're looking for the resurrection of the dead. We're looking to be caught up. If you want to use a translation of the translation of, if you want to call it the rapture, go ahead and call it the rapture. It makes no difference to me. The Bible says we're going to be caught up. I'm teaching so that we, not, that we will be caught up and not caught off. That's what my teaching is. So for, if you want to simplify it, for however, if you want to look up where that word, the rapture, was translated from, it's like a second or third generation translation. That's fine with me. If you want to look at that, that's what we're aiming for. That's what our goal is. Hallelujah. Well, we have examples, and I mentioned Enoch, who was translated. Hallelujah. Elijah, amen, standing on the brink of the water. They saw him. The prophets saw him. Amen. Be up in the clouds. Praise God. Philip coming out of the waters of baptism. Hallelujah. He had, he had an appointment. God made an appointment for him somewhere else. Came up out of the waters, and he was translated. We saw Jesus Christ uh, as the disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration. They saw him, amen, being so. It's been done, amen. My turn's coming. Someone say, my turn's coming. Hallelujah. Amen. My turn's coming. Praise God, and we need to be ready. Hallelujah. So now what do we do? Wait while we're waiting. We might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Someone say, all. Amen. Not just pleasing on Sunday. All pleasing. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Colossians 1 verse 11. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. We looked at this a month ago. Amen. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. Amen. Glorious power. Put it all together. It becomes, amen, according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. So, amen. I'm joyfully patient. Amen. I got one amen out of that one. I'm joyfully patient. Amen. I'm joyfully long-suffering. Praise God. Amen. Giving thanks while I'm patient, while I'm long-suffering. Giving thanks. Hallelujah. That's why our prayer time for 30 minutes as we began this program was important. Giving thanks unto the Father. And, we're, and listen, verse 12. Which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints 
in light. I'm going to read this again. In French, instead of saying the word meet, it was translated to be capable, to be able. We are capable. Amen. To be able. Amen. We have, a, there's a promise. Now, either you are able to be made a partaker or you are not able to be made a partaker. But the Bible teaches us as we read this, give God, I mean, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made you and I able, which has made us meet to be partakers, and I underline the rest of this verse, partakers of the inheritance of the, amen, are you reading with me? I mean, some of, some of my French brothers and sisters have stayed behind, and I appreciate you, amen, thank you very much. Praise God, merci beaucoup, amen, mes qui sont restés avec moi, and they're following me in their French Bibles, so they're kind of, amen, Hallelujah. But you at home, amen, when you read this, let me get this. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. Amen. I'll read it again. We, we are made partakers of the inheritance of the Mormons, Jehovah's, the Pentecostals, the Baptists. Oh no, amen. The brethren, the Mennonites, the Christian science, Mary, Baker, Eddie, the list goes on. Joseph Smith, Charles Stanley, there's along the Pope. Amen. None of the above, my brother is saying. I mean, we may as well read the Bible as a, when he's coming back. I said this last week is Jesus Christ looking for a Catholic or a Pentecostal or even the name of this church, Highway to Heaven in French. Amen. He's not like that name doesn't, that's a, that won't move. That won't put you together amongst the elite, as the French uses the word. The elect is the English translation. Amen. When Jesus Christ comes back looking for faith, like I said, your membership card's not going to do you any good. Your air miles card, not going to do you any good. I don't care if your gold status, platinum status, makes no difference. You need to have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. There is no other way. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I'm not ashamed to say it's my duty. It's my, my responsibility to be clear on that. Amen. Praise God. Because when I look at people that come around saying there's lots of ways. No, there isn't. There is one way, and his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. And where are the people? I'm going to go into the Old Testament in a moment or two because God is looking for somebody to be standing in the gap. And as I said, we can see these things happening in the, in the other side or the other side of the globe and such. But when I see, amen, of the things, what has, what has um, come to pass or some of the events that we have seen in the past 12 or 14, 15 months, it's going to come a time where you and I are going to have to make a decision to stand. Are we pleasing God? Hallelujah. With what we do and say. It's going to make a difference. Hallelujah. Able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated. There it is. That's a King James word for, amen, for what, what you and I, we call it a rapture. Amen. Paul used another King James word was to be caught up. Amen. In other words, we're out of here. Amen. He hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Been preaching on the kingdom. Where's the kingdom? 
Amen. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has a kingdom. And we're going to read where Jesus Christ stood in public, surrounded by false accusers and false testimony. Jesus Christ stood and he made it clear that I have a kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it doesn't matter what title you put. It doesn't matter you, what you write on my, on my penitence card, on my scorecard, or whatever. The, 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 um, my mugshot, and they, and they nail it to the, to the cross. It doesn't matter what they say. Hallelujah. I go by what Jesus Christ was able to, to uh, make it clear before his enemy. Amen. Before his enemy, facing death. Hallelujah. I mentioned, you know, our Syrian Christian brothers or sisters or Chinese, or the way the church is being treated in those countries. And the example that we're going to look at in a moment. Amen. Give me about five minutes and we're going to get into John 18. But when I finish this, verse 13, Colossians 1 verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. His name is... In whom, in Christ Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Verse 14 in Colossians. I didn't want to leave that one out. My point was verses 10, 11, 12, and 13. Now I'm going to read Matthew chapter 28, last chapter of Matthew, the last verse. Hallelujah. Good time to share this link. Praise God. Last week, as I mentioned, we're the gathering together with him. It's not going to be done here. Amen. I, we, we refer to it sometimes, I mistakenly refer to it as a second coming. It's not really a second coming because when Jesus Christ comes back, he doesn't really come to this earth. We meet him in the clouds. So it's not, he gets close, but it's not really, he's not really coming. Amen. That's the, the next time around. Amen. Where the second coming, when he comes, when he touches down, and we looked at this a couple of weeks ago upon the mountain when Jesus will touch down, but before that, they who are asleep in Christ, and we read this last week, amen, they shall, praise God, be changed, amen, their mortality shall put on immortality, thank you, Jesus, praise God for this promise, hallelujah, and they shall come out of the grave, and ye, or they, they, and they who remain, you and I, if we're still around, amen, we shall be caught up in, in the twinkling of an eye, hallelujah, praise God, amen, this is the promise that we have, but until we get there, see, that's further down, and maybe in 30 minutes, and maybe in 30 days, maybe in 30 seconds, we need to be ready, this is what's important, that's why this title is, amen, we end time endurance. We need to have that endurance. Interesting how the French uh, translated, they use the word perseverance. That's the French translation. Perseverance to, to the end time perseverance. That's the title which I gave in French. Amen. So we need to endure. We need to persevere whatever wiles that the devil has coming our way, whatever, you know, restrictions or compliance or orders that we're going to be given. We need to decide. And we looked at scriptures last week where Jesus says, for my name's sake. Amen. You can't just break the law and go to jail. Well, you can, I suppose. I know somebody told me that once. He said, you just go to jail. And he said, I broke the law. He said, I was speeding and the fine was very heavy. It was like in the four digits. And I decided, well, if, if you don't pay the fine, you sit in jail for the weekend. I choose to sit in jail for the weekend. So I'm looking at him and said, oh, really? He says, yeah, I just went and sat in jail. They delivered three meals a day. And he says, on Monday morning, they let me out and saved me 1500 bucks. So... 
That's the way the law of the land works. That's the way he got out of his money in his pocket. Just sat in jail for three days. So he said, all right. Amen. So you can't just, you know, expect to break the law and then you go to jail and, you know, become everybody's hero because of breaking the law. No. Jesus says, for my name's sake. If you're preaching the name of Christ, amen, that's why I, I, do not, I do not hold back when it comes to let people know that it is Jesus Christ and it is him crucified. This is what Paul says, when I will be found amongst you, this is what I am going to preach. This is my example. This is the foundation which the apostles laid, and you can read this in the New Testament. And upon this foundation I build, I'm not here to make another foundation, but the foundation which the apostles laid, Jesus Christ being the head, the chief cornerstone, that's the foundation I build upon today. Hallelujah. And to correctly build, it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, saints at home? Praise God. Amen. To have this, the, this, this, the freedom that we need. Praise God. Amen. Not to be ashamed, not to be told to be quiet or shut or Amen. Like I mentioned last week, we have curfew different on the island. We got to be off the island by eight o'clock. I'll be home. I'll be off the island by eight o'clock. Just let me preach. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll preach to the last second and we'll just, you know, in a mad rush, we'll just pack everything up. We'll get out of their way. Praise. Just let me preach. And I thank God for it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. For the preaching of the word of God. A pastor friend of mine called me this week. He says, are you still open? Can you still preach? Yes, we can. How are your offerings? How are your people? Amen. We went from, from, this, from, the, uh, from a different country, from the States. Praise God. So we were comparing, amen, and I said, I thank God, amen, I thank God, amen, that our doors have not been penetrated, amen, with people carrying guns or whatever else coming in to pass inspections. I thank God, amen, that we have not been interfered with, we have not been interrupted. I thank God today, praise God, that once, hallelujah, and some of you know, once I start preaching, it's hard to get me to stop. So I thank God there's not, nobody stopping me, amen, but the Spirit of God saying enough's enough. Amen. Not the law of this land coming in. Praise God. Amen. We're keeping our distance. We're doing what the law says. Praise God. But in the meantime, I will preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. I will lay down a message. Praise God. That is salvation for today's generation, for, the gen for this generation. Praise God. Amen. That shall see these things come to pass. This is what Jesus was giving us. This is what Jesus made clear upon with his teaching. And I thank God today. Praise God to have that heart and to have that mind, to have that soul and to be backed up. Praise God with my brothers and sisters today, with your tithes, with your offerings, with your prayers, and with your fastings, with your attendance, with your sharing, and whatever else, amen, that we add together, praise God, and that we can put forth a message that will prick the heart and the soul, praise God, of our, of our neighbors and of our family, that they may call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ before it is too late to be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. I thank God today. Praise God. That's what we're up to. That's why we're putting up this name of Jesus Christ in red. That's 62. Amen. The banner is 65 feet. So the, the word Jesus Christ would be 64 feet from one end to the next, from left to right. Hallelujah. Amen. Not ashamed to let people know that there is one way, that there's one Savior, that there is one Lord, there is one life. And his name is Jesus Christ. Praise God. So I thank God today that we have come together. Hallelujah. For this, praise God. Amen. But we're blessed. Whatever is going to take place, and this is interesting to read how Jesus, amen, kind of his last, his parting words in Matthew chapter 28, the last verse in that chapter, it gives us, amen, teaching them to observe all things. Jesus said, I want you to go into all the world and I want you to teach them. Hallelujah. So this is what I am doing this afternoon, teaching. I am teaching you to observe, 
Amen. Remember I mentioned Enoch was pleasing. How was Enoch pleasing? He observed the word of God. He didn't have a book this thick. He was just, he was like right at the, at the start, like Genesis chapter three or four. He was way like at the beginning. Amen. But you and I, we've got this much, praise God, to obey and to put to work. Hallelujah. Teaching them to observe all things. Someone say all things. Some people say, I don't need your Old Testament. Well, yeah, you do. The New Testament makes no sense unless there is an Old Testament. If there was no Old Testament, there'd be new, no New Testament. Even the writer in Hebrews says, unless there was a death, there'd be no testament. Hallelujah. So it it's all works together, comes together, praise God, by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And that's what concludes all things. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have. Who's speaking? This is Jesus teaching his disciples. The next in command, if you, not next in command, but the next in line. Hallelujah. Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, here's a promise. I want to bless you with this promise before we move on. The last, the second half of verse 20 in Matthew 28, Jesus says, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And then he was gone. Amen. So you picture Peter, John, sit there saying, well, no, wait a minute. J didn't Jesus just say he's going to be with us all the way to the end? They're sitting on the rocks. That's how I picture it, up in the desert or the wilderness. And Jesus was saying, I, you know, I'm going to be with you always. Amen. And then he's gone. So we got to be spiritual on this. Amen. Peter looks at John and says, wasn't, wasn't he supposed to be, what, what just, amen. Walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Praise God. So Jesus gives him this promise and listen, he says, I will be with you until the end of the world. So it looks like some people are going to end up in the end of the world because we have this promise. Not given by Peter. Peter said, hey, Jesus, I'm going home. I'm going to arm myself. I'm going to get my, I've got my secret stash hidden down behind the, the bookshelf in the basement. He said, I got my secret stash of weapons. I'm coming back. I'm going to be armed and dangerous, and I'll be right by your side. And Jesus says, oh, yeah, wait a sec. He says, tomorrow morning, he says, before the alarm clock, the rooster crows, he says, you'll have denied me not once, not twice, but three times. Oh, not me. Right? Amen. Peter turns to his colleagues. Right, disciples? Amen. Puts, come on. And Jesus says, oh, you don't have what it takes. If you read the description that I put, I asked the question, do you have what it takes to make it to the end? Amen. Thank God Peter got saved. Amen. Third time on denial, Peter looks around and says, I wonder if he caught that. And the Bible says Jesus was looking. Amen. Jesus says, Peter, I'll be praying for you. Thank God for his prayers. Amen. Jesus says, oh, man, I'm busted. He was looking right at me. Yes, he was. Because he prophesied it. Amen. He said, that's what's going to happen. Amen. So stop hanging around with, amen. But anyways, Peter got saved. Thank God for Peter. God saved. We have the first epistle and we have Peter's second epistle. Praise God. But we have the promise, like I said, not made by Judas, not made by Peter, but made by Jesus Christ. I want you to read it with me. I am with you on Sundays. Always. You're reading in the English. Someone say always. Someone else say always, I am with you always, even through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Amen. I am with you always, I'm to the end of the earth. I am with you always, even though I walk through the valley of COVID-19 or COVID variants or COVID whatever it is, I shall fear no evil. 
Praise God, because I have a promise that Jesus Christ gave me, and I thank God today I'm going to hold true to that promise. Praise God, because it came out of his mouth, and I thank God today his word is true. Jesus says, whatever I tell you, listen to it. Jesus says, whatever I tell you, heaven and earth shall pass. But he says, whatever I tell you, whatever words come out of my mouth, they shall not pass. Heaven's will, the earth shall, but not my words. Hallelujah. Someone say, not my words. Praise God. Hallelujah. That home, amen, rejoice. Hallelujah. Get, you know, start, you know, move a little bit or start to get, amen, to be at least you know, happy. If you're not excited, at least be happy. Put a smile on your face. Show me some smile emojis when I read the comments tonight before I go to bed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise his holy name. John chapter 18. Praise God. Like I said, we're making our way to 1 Thessalonians. Don't know if we'll get there. John 18 is a good read. I want you to, to read that. Open up your Bible. John chapter 18. Follow along. Share this link. With your friends and family, help me preach. Help me sow the word of God. Here we are. Amen. After whatever was going on this week, I told my wife, I said, I don't think we'll be traveling this spring. It doesn't look like we'll be traveling this summer. Maybe this fall. Who knows? Praise God. But as I said, the fellowship I had with my brother Paul this week, he says, you know what? He said, you would come about once a year, maybe twice a year to serve us. This is my brother Paul's testimony. He blessed me with this this week. And he said, you'd come out west and you'd drive and you'd come to Yorkton and you, you would serve us. And he says, but here's what's happening. He said, it's not that the churches are being targeted, but, you know, the churches have to follow the recommendations, just like the restaurants and just like the clubs and the bars and the gymnasiums and such. So he says, now, he says, you can't go to the restaurant and be served. You need to have takeout. So he says, now for the past year and a half, he says, we get takeout every Sunday. He says, you're in Montreal and you're preaching to us every Sunday instead of just once or twice a year when you'd come to Yorkton and serve and come to Regina and serve and come to Calgary and serve and then go home and go somewhere else and preach. And he says, but now with whatever's happening and for the restrictions and regulations, he says, I get takeout every Sunday. Praise God. So I'm glad to deliver. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome. Praise God. We're about halfway through today's message. If you missed it, Go back and listen to the beginning part, but stick with us to the end. We're going to pray together. We're going to be blessed. Praise God. And we are about to read John chapter 18. Praise God. Hallelujah. John chapter 18, verse 33. The title of this message is End Time Endurance. And we're going to get to where I got that scripture from. In Mark chapter 13, before we get there, John 18, verse 33, then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again. Now, Pilate's going back and forth. He doesn't quite know what to do. And the reason why I pause, because that reminds us of our leaders today. They're coming back and forth. One week, we're open. One week, we're closed. One week, we're restricted. One week, it's one mask, and then it's two masks. 25 in the church, then 10. He comes into the hall again. He says, I don't know what to do. He says, them Jews are about to make an awful, you know, protest. They're going to hit the streets and they're going to be mad. And then, and then Caesar, my boss, is going to get mad at me because I can't keep the people, you know, peaceful. I can't keep them subdued. I can't keep them. So he comes into the hall again. This is kind of where we're at. John 18, verse 33. We're going to start reading from there. And he called Jesus. And he said unto him, you know, like just like the courts, docket number 19304. And then you come up. So he calls Jesus. 
And he says, art thou the king of the Jews? And I love this answer. And if you're reading from the King James, you're going to appreciate it. Verse 34, Jesus says, now, is that you talking or is that just some rumors? And are you listening to a bunch of blah, 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 whatever else other people got to say about me? Amen. Jesus, he looks at him. And this comes into what I've been teaching for the past couple of weeks, saying, what are we listening to? What is influencing our faith or what is influencing our fear? He comes in, he says, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus says, sayest thou this thing of thyself? Is that you talking? Or did others tell thee of me? He said, are you just listening to the saying? Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then what kind of, who is, amen? Are you sitting with the mockers? Are you following? Are you being influenced by the counsel of the ungodly? Read Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Are you standing with the sinners, sitting with the mockers? Being counseled by people that are not godly. No spirit of God. Don't believe in the Holy Ghost. Don't preach Holy Ghost. Don't talk in tongues. No spirit of God. No anointing of God. And then they make decisions. And then you have the church rise up and the church against another church and another church against that church. I'm standing back saying, you know what? God's not there anyways. Ichabod, the spirit of God, is good. spirit of the Lord has departed a long time ago. It's just all flesh and blood. Amen. And God is not being glorified. Hallelujah. The devil will take any opportunity. I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's not that the church is targeted. Restaurants are subdued. Restaurants are restricted. Taxi drivers are restricted. Buses are restricted. Schools are restricted. The restrictions are there. It's just that the devil sees an opportunity. And like I said, this is not a Chinese devil or a Syrian devil. This is Lucifer. And he will seize upon any opportunity to, to defeat, to rob, to kill, to destroy to remove or to, to, to take what God has given me. Like I said, I'm in protective mode. Don't you touch. Amen. The word of God, which I have. You see it on paper and ink right now, but this thing, amen, by God's finger, it has been written on the fleshly tables of my heart. Hallelujah. And it will do you no wrong. Amen. To learn as much as possible. I was speaking to a brother of mine. He's the same age. We were teenagers under the tent doing all kinds of things growing up. And his father pastored was an evangelist and so was mine. And he's down in, he's down in um, New Mexico or Texas right now. And he says, my, my father, who is he's waiting for his reward, bless, and, and he says, my father taught me the importance of committing to memory, of memorizing the scriptures. He says, yeah, I know. I says, well, where do you think that influence came? I says, your, your, your dad taught me the same thing, the importance of knowing, amen, not being dependent. I, I mean, I don't know. as That man could quote anywhere from the New Testament, all of Psalms and all of Proverbs, plus some other portions of the Old Testament, so I'm not at that level, but to the best of my ability, praise God, the word of God that is in me, amen, you reset, meditate upon his, we, Psalm chapter one, verse one, let's get, hit, hit the comment section with the second verse, and upon his law shall he meditate day and night, amen, praise God. So the more that you have uh, uh, your mind, amen, as I said, we have a radio station, a place preaching 24 hours a day. So that won't, amen, you, you, the, the, the listening to that audio and to that preaching that just plays and plays, amen. Bless my sister, praise God, who's sitting in front of me, amen, with a, with a machine. It says, you take this little USB clip, you put it in, you hit play, and it'll just play. 
And on this USB clip, there's like 100 hours of preaching. You just put it on. It'll just play all day long and all night. Just plays one sermon for an hour and a half, then another sermon for an hour and a half, then another sermon for an hour and a half. She went home, tried. She says, I'm so blessed. She says, we put this on. It just plays and plays and plays. The word of God that is being preached. Hallelujah. So through, through the technology that we have, we're doing with a podcast site and the radio station in English that just plays the word of God, that just preaches and preaches and preaches so that we, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the word of God. Amen. I read as much as I can read or quote as much as I can quote. Thank God for my brothers and sisters that post verses. Amen. Every day when I text out, I get replies, amen, and verses so that it is the Word of God and it's building my faith. And it's building my faith, praise God. Faith that was here becomes here, amen, becomes over here so that I have what I need to make it unto the end. Amen. The title, praise God, is End Time Endurance. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that I have him in to make it until the end. Jesus Christ says, I'll be with you until the ends of the world. Wherever you go. Amen. Go as far as you go to the east, I'll be there with you. Amen. He says, I'll be with you as far as you go to the west. He says, I'm with you. Doesn't matter where you go. I know they're limiting us right now. But he says, I'll be with you until. Amen. We just read. And I thank God for that promise teaching them to observe all things which I have commanded you. He says, I want you to go into all the world. And he says, I'll be with you. Hallelujah. So I thank God, amen, for this message that as we put forth today, praise God, as we put forth this message, this word today that you and I are hearing, it's not going out alone. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ says, I am with you. How this technology works, I have a vague idea about how it works, how it comes into your house, how it comes into some other portion or some other part into this world. Jesus Christ, amen, as long as we lift that name, as long as we allow people, praise God, not to hesitate or not to think that there's somebody or something else. Or, no, there is one way. It's simple. Hallelujah. And we have the promise. Amen. He says, I am with you always, even unto the end. Hallelujah. Amen. Of the world, praise God. So I don't know where we're at. Hallelujah. But this is Alpha and Omega that made this promise. So I know he's good. I can hold them to it. Are you with me? Can someone say amen? Praise God. So go back to Jesus when he's standing. He's surrounded with false accusers. Amen. Who despising the shame. I quoted the scripture a few minutes ago. Praise God. Amen. Surrounded by these people that, he, they, that were a false witness. They were going to come and tell Pilate whatever Pilate needed to be, whatever Pilate would need to hear to convince him. So Jesus says, I'm not worried about whatever they're saying. Let's not, let's not worry about what they are saying or what they're doing or what, they've, you know, what their thoughts are. He says, let's you and I talk. He says, is that you? Are you asking? Or are you just quoting or just saying something that somebody else came with you. Pilate, his reply in verse 35, John 8, he says, am I a Jew? He says, this is, this is a Jewish thing. He said, am I a Jew? I'm not a Jew. He says, your own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. Now what have you done? So they, he asked Jesus some questions. So they're not really getting anywhere now, but Jesus gets down to it now. Verse 36 Jesus answered, he says, my kingdom. I've been preaching on the kingdom for a couple of months. Those of you who've been listening, who haven't missed. And he says, my kingdom is not of this world. Now, if my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews? And like I said a few minutes ago, you see, 
church fighting. You see more churches fighting churches than you see restaurants fighting restaurants. I'm just, maybe I'm listening to the wrong news channel. Maybe I should stop listening to the news channel. I'm just saying what's, what I hear going out there. But he says, not of this world. So it's not, this is not a flesh and blood thing. Hallelujah. Like I said, let me preach and I'll be home by curfew. My kingdom is not of this world. If they were, then my servants would be. They'd be armed. And they'd be fighting Jew against Jew. He said, that's not what, that's not what the issue is. He says, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. That last line in verse 36, things are going to make, things are going to change. Because he says, I'm going to be entering a realm. Within a matter of a few hours, I'll be entering into a realm. You're going to lay me in a grave, but that grave is not going to hold me. You're going to roll a stone in front of the doorway, but that's not going to stop me from what I need to do. I don't know how much Peter, or rather Pilate, I'm not sure how much Pilate understood. He came to a good conclusion. From what? So you know he was attentive. He was paying attention to what Jesus says. So Pilate says, well, art thou a king? Amen. Remember how I was teaching a couple of months ago? A king is not a king without a kingdom. No kingdom, no king. A king needs a kingdom. So there's a kingdom that is to come because Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. And a king has a kingdom. So there is a kingdom coming. And I know Pilate could relate to this even though he was like a secondary or a third area, whatever level of government he was in. He wasn't the king. He wasn't the Caesar. But he was up there. He had some power in his hands. And he says, art thou, this is Pilate, he says, art thou a king then? Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end, underline those three words, to this end. There's a reason why I am here. To this end, was I born? Can someone say, thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. And for this cause, underline those three words, for this cause, Jesus was sent on a mission. Amen. Jesus had received an assignment, if you would, from his Father in heaven. And when he came upon the face of this earth, he wasn't here long. But what he established was established for all eternity. Are you with me today, my brothers and sisters? Praise God. Amen. It doesn't matter who he was facing. It doesn't matter who was accusing him. Hallelujah. Jesus, praise God, was he was looking at Pilate. And you can tell Jesus had, amen, the, the love that he had for each individual person. He said, is Pilate, is this you talking or are you listening to some bad ideas? I want to know what's in your heart. And he does. This is Jesus Christ. And he says, to this end was I born, John 8, 37. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. His name is? And Pilate says unto him, listen, what is truth? Now picture this. There's Pilate. I don't know what he was sitting on, but the judgment seat is sitting on, the, on his throne. And he goes, what is truth? Well, Pilate, my dear buddy Pilate, truth is standing right in front of you. You can hold out your hand and shake the hand of truth. 
You could take your finger and touch truth right on the nose. That's how close he was to truth, and he still couldn't see it. He still had the voices of, you know. He had Jesus standing in front of him. He was being accused of being a rebel. He was being accused of being a revolutionary. He was being accused of causing an uprising, upsetting the Jews. Amen. As I said, here's an example. He says, listen, he, Jesus says, for this cause, he says, I was sent into this world. And he says, to this end, he said, the reason why I was born, and for this cause I was sent into the world, to lay out the truth as it is written. Are you with me this afternoon or tonight? Amen. When Jesus was being the truth, I mean, he spoke truth because he is the truth. But Jesus Christ said, it doesn't matter what you have been raised or what your traditions. Paul says, I take all my traditions, what I was raised with, what I was taught in the school of Gamaliel. He says, and I count it all but dung. Take it and flush it down the toilet. That's what you do with dung. And that's what Paul said. He said, I've got a lot of things that I've got. And now forgetting those things which are past, pressing towards the mark, amen, for the prize of the high calling of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Paul made up his mind. And here were the people, the very people that circumcised Jesus Christ on the eighth day. The very people that allowed him to stand behind the pulpit or whatever they had, the podium in their day, and unroll a scroll and to read. In the church, they were upset because Jesus Christ came and he was defying their traditions, which had crept in, Jude says, like, crept in unawares. And then they were upset because he didn't quite go along with them. The Bible says because of their, not only, not only the controversy that was caused, but the covetousness. You had a man who could heal the sick. You had a man walking into somebody else's church. Can you imagine? Here comes a man, here comes Jesus Christ into the synagogue, and here's the high priest sitting there all snooty and pompous and pious in his garbs and in his robes with all the mosaic and whatever else, uh, you know, sitting there and no spirit of God looking like, a, you know, some statue out of a wax museum. And Jesus comes out and he says, hey, lady, stretch forth your arm. No wonder they didn't want him. Say, hey, no, wait, hang on for a sec. You can't do that. It's a Sabbath. Yeah, watch me. I am Lord of the Sabbath. You got a problem. Here's the lady with her arm all twisted. Stretch forth the arm. She stretches forth her arm. That got the priest mad. He says, oh, I wish I could do that. How come I can't do that? But you may have the right bloodline, Levitically speaking, following the laws of Moses, but new blood was in town. His name is Jesus. And Jesus said, by my blood, the ransom which we read. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And for his blood which was shed, that you and I would be born again. It's no longer Levi. It's no longer Moses. Thank God for Old Testament. But Old Testament is old. Amen. There is a new and better way the writer in Hebrews teaches us. And I thank God that Jesus Christ was making, amen. He was an open show. Praise God. Amen. It didn't matter what day it was. doesn't matter whose synagogue it was. He was in, but he began, he told, he read the scriptures. He says, the Bible says that I've come to heal. That's why I was born. I've come to open up eyes. I'll open up eyes. He says, I've come to straighten up the halt legs that are crooked, that are lame, that are maimed. He says, so that they can walk. He said, I'll even come to raise the dead. Hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. Then the Bible says he took the scroll and he closed it. And he was going to go sit down. He says, oh yeah, one more thing. Amen. Thus saith the prophet of the Lord. Read it in Isaiah. He says, I'm going to start doing these things today. 
As long as you just read, everything's fine. But when, as soon as you become a doer, it's not just the hearer of the word that is justified, but it is a doer of the word is justified. Enoch was a doer because he pleased God. Hallelujah. Noah was a doer. Noah pleased God. It took him a hundred years. God could have sent down an angel and had that constructed in 10 minutes. Done. But Noah had to go through his trial and his tribulation of a hundred years. Amen. Amen, Brother John, the fellowship we had this week. My, my brother John is a contractor south of the lake, Ontario, because I think there's a couple of Johns listening today, a couple of Brother Johns. And I said, you know what it takes to build them and these monstrosities of these mansions that you build, three garages and two stories and tr trusses that are, you know, so high up in the year. All you do is go to the lumber store and buy some two by four and some two by six. I said, no, I didn't have a lumber store. He couldn't go to the lumber yard. He had to go face the tree, knock down the tree. That's what took him so long. God could have said, hey, angels, hey, Michael, you go down there and help Noah. But Noah had to work at it. There was, he had, there was, it depended upon his salvation was the, 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 the end of his construction, finalizing the plans which God had given him to construct or to build. And he had to work at it. 10 years, 100 years, up to 100 years, 20 years, 50 years. It took time. And God was patient, waiting. Praise God. And because he was righteous and seven other people followed on him, they were saved because of it. So here we are. And as I said, do not have the mindset, which is North American Christian culture mindset that we're all escape. We're going to read a verse from Revelation chapter 7, and some of my Christian friends of mine are saying, well, in chapter, we're, we're gone somewhere in 4, chapter 5, we're out of here. And when, when I read chapter 7, I go, well, then who's the angel, you know, saints of God that are being sealed? We're going to get to this in a couple of minutes. So stay with me. I'm giving you something to look forward to. Don't touch that dial. Because Jesus said, now, this is the reason why I was born. And for this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. His name is? Hallelujah. And that's why I'm here today, to bear witness of the truth, which is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, Pilate says, I'm in verse 38, where I got a little sidetrack, where Pilate says, what's truth? A hey, truth is standing right in front of you, buddy. Open up your eyes. That's why I pray, eyes open to see, ears open to hear heart open to receive. Hallelujah. And he goes, what is truth? This is Pilate not knowing. And that's the way I interpret that scripture. You want to look at it a different way. This is Pilate not knowing who to believe. What is truth? Is truth coming out of your mouth? Or is truth coming out of the high priest's mouth? The poor man didn't know. He says, what do I? What is truth? What's in your hands today? Amen. I know in whom I believe, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Because sometimes people can come, and they can have all kinds of credentials. In 59 years, or all the years that I've traveled in this ministry, I've met, all, I've met an Iman, four bodyguards. I've met, you know, people that have doctorates and PhDs and PH, whatever else they have, doctorates and and. But I know one thing that I believe. If it doesn't come out the way it is written. How many times in the New Testament have you heard Jesus as it is written? It is written. 
over and over again, Jesus would refer to scriptures as it is written. It is written. Now we got more to go by. Amen. Jesus had Old Testament. Now we've got a few extra books and quite a few extra chapters to go by. Hallelujah. That Jesus didn't have. We've got more written. Thank God. Because we need it. So Pilate says, I don't know who to believe. He says, what is truth? His name is? Now when Pilate had said this, this is verse 38, John 18. When Pilate said this, he went out again. Remember, Pilate's coming and going now. He enters in and he leaves and he enters in. And poor man doesn't know what to do. He went out again unto the Jews and he says unto them, I find in him. I love the way this is written. Amen. Pilate's paying attention. He may not have been able to identify the truth, but he says, you know what? I find in him, verse 38, no fault at all. That stirs them up. And he says, but ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. This was a Jewish holiday, if you would. Listen to the next two verses. He says, so customary as it is, I'm going to release one of my prisoners. And he says, now, do you want me that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Verse 39. And verse 40, they cried all again, the whole lot of them. He says, no, not that man. We'll take Barabbas. And who is Barabbas? He was a robber. Now you see how that spirit connects. Like I said, this is not some spirit that's some demon spirit in Syria. This is not a demon spirit the other end of the world in China. Look at the spirit that happened. Amen. Who's a robber? The devil. It's a robbing spirit. And they wanted, they would associate with Barabbas, a robber. They were given a choice. God says, I set before you today life and death. Choose Barabbas. We want the robber. The stir up of trouble when you read Barabbas's, Barabbas's or, or Barabbas, if you would, Barabbas's rap sheet. He'd go around stirring trouble. Jesus would go around, the Bible says, doing good. Jesus would go around healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing lepers, opening up blind eyes, casting out devils. Barabbas was somebody who would go around, just look at his rap sheet. He's a robber, just like his father, thief, the devil. And that's what these people, church people, so-called Jews of the synagogues, they decided to go with the robber than the giver of life. His name is? Choose Jesus. I'm going to pray with you in a few minutes. And if you have not made your choice today, you need to choose Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Make your decision today. Stop going with the robber. Stop going with the thief who has come to destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that you may have life, and I will give you this life more abundantly. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Who are you going to choose today? Amen. Praise God. Paul said, be careful. Paul told the Corinthian church in his day, he says now, he says, if you think you stand, be careful lest you fall. 
Amen. That's why this message is for you and I. Last week I mentioned, this is, we're, we're given a promise somewhere, you know, in the not too distant future. We have this promise. We just got to get there. Do you have what it takes? That's the question I'm asking today. Do you have what it takes to make it to the end? That endurance, he that endureth unto the end. We'll read this in a couple more passages. I get, we're going to get into Mark chapter 13. Take heed lest you fall. This is the same teaching of Jesus that Paul gave to the Corinthian church in chapter 10. I want to get into the Old Testament. I think I'm going to be up against curfew pretty soon. I've got three passages I want to read, and I'm going to, the first one is going to be in Amos chapter 5. I'll give you a couple of seconds to find that small little book of prophecy. In the Old Testament, if you know where Daniel is, you're very close to Amos, Hosea. Praise God. Chapter 5. And I'm going to read the prophet. Since we've been talking about the day of the Lord, and I read this scripture this week, I said, you know what? i got to add this to our list. But those of you taking notes, you have a long series of notes. Verse 18. And this is what I've been preaching when we... Jesus pray for thy kingdom come. Well, if you're not ready for the kingdom, don't pray it. If you're ready, pray, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Woe unto you, Amos chapter 5, verse 18. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. Explanation of Mark. To what end is it for you? Question. I underline those few words. That portion of that verse. How's it going to end? When the day of the Lord comes, what's, it, what's the, what's your ending going to be like? How's it going to turn out for you? It's a good question to ask. And I'm asking it today. Do you have what it takes to get there? What's it going to look like for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him, Listen to verse 19 and pay attention to what's, how it's being phrased here. If, as if a man, a man gets away from the lion and the bear got him. Uh-oh. Hey, you're saying this is Old Testament. Uh, yeah, it's April 18th, 2021. Somebody said this week, says, I don't think anybody died of, of, of the flu or, or pneumonia or whatever it is this year. Everybody died of COVID. Well, if the flu didn't get you, COVID will get you. Not COVID, then the bus will smack you. I don't know. Well, the prophet prophesying in his, in, in, in his way, in the Old Testament time, he says, he says, a man gets away from the lion, and then the bear meets. Then he meets up with the bear. Oh, that's not good news. And, and listen, Amos chapter 5, verse 19. He says, or he goes, he gets away from the lion, then he goes to his house, and he leans his hand up on the wall, and, and a serpent bites him. Saying, well, what's all this about? Well, this is teaching me that if you're trying, to, if you're looking for a way to escape, there isn't. That's the teaching that the prophet has for us. I'm going to get into the next verse in a few seconds, but in this scripture, that's the teaching that the prophet has for us. If the lion doesn't get you, the bear is going to get you. The bear doesn't get you. You'll think your home safe and sound, the refuge of your house, home sweet home, is it? Home is where the heart is. Doesn't matter how you say it, and the serpent is there. To bite you. I said a couple of weeks ago, some people, they're looking for a way out. They're looking to escape. 
Jesus said, you must endure until the end, for the same shall be saved. Don't be looking for escape. Shall not, verse 20, shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light? Even very dark and no brightness in it? How, what's it going to be like for you? At the day of the Lord. I thought I would drop that in on our way to Mark chapter 13. I'm going to read three verses. And then we're going to go into the book of Revelation. And we're probably going to end there. But I'm, I would like to pray with you and for you. So stick with me. Stay with me, please. Get your family. Get your children. Husbands, get your wives. Wives, get your husbands. Parents, get your children. Grandparents. Praying is good. Time to pray with whatever's going on around us. To what end is it for you? The prophet is asking the question. Mark, Mark chapter 13, let's go back to the teachings of Jesus, verse 13. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Not because you all be breaking the law. You're going to be hated for my name's sake. You're going to be brought up before magistrates for my name's sake. When the disciples were put in jail, they thought that was good enough before there were any martyrs. And then they let them go and they said, don't say that name anymore. What name? The name of Jesus? What's wrong with the name of Jesus? The name of Jesus, there's power in that name. That didn't stop them. Amen. Had they listened. Read it in Acts. I think it's chapter 4 if I'm not mistaken. But Had Peter, James, and John listened and said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go back fishing because they just said, don't say Jesus anymore. Had they listened, where would you and I be today? Where would the book of Acts be today? Would it be 28 chapters or would it be four chapters in the book of Acts? Or five, wherever this account is. I forget right now. Somebody can find it. Put it up in the comment section. Thank you. Had they listened, they said, we'll flog you, we'll whip you, we'll just smack, smack, smack. Now you can go, just don't say Jesus anymore. Oh, that didn't stop them. Thank you, Jesus. Because that may have been the end of the book of Acts. Like I said, we're living in a time when we need to, we decide. Because they're going to come at us. Somebody said, my sister listening, she says, you know what word we just lost? Master. You can't call it a master bedroom anymore. It's offensive to some people. I said, what? I'm sitting there going, oh, I could probably see that. I said, but hey, wait a minute. I said, I, call, I use the word master every time I pray, every time I preach. You either serve the mammon or you serve the master. If that's offensive, get saved. Amen. Now they want to rewrite the master bedroom or the master bathroom. You can't use the word master. If you're selling real estate, you don't bring somebody into the master bedroom. What's next? Mr. Potato Head. What's next? Amen. What's next is coming to what the disciples face. But thank God we have an example where they went out. They said, they tell us not to say the name of Jesus. Well, the devil is a liar because Jesus is my Savior. Because there is only one man. There is only one Lord. There is only one name that, we have, that has been given unto us. And that's the name of Jesus Christ. And so we need to say that name because there is only one name. And that is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And besides all that, for you listening, Jesus Christ, not only is he, is he my Lord, but he is my master. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I thank God. My sister said, brother, don't stop saying it. I said, I won't. I read it. It's King James, and I read it. Praise God. You want to rename the master bedroom? Go right ahead. I don't care. But I thank God today. Praise God. When it comes time to the words which are written in this book that is in my hands. 
Hallelujah. God's word does not change. God is a God that does not change, and his word does not change, and I thank God. Praise God. What I preached yesterday is the same today. It will be the same tomorrow if God gives us tomorrow. Praise God, and I refuse. Just like Peter, just like the disciples, they went out and they preached Jesus, and I think they preached it all the more. Amen? Because when the devil tells you not to do something, Praise God. You want my advice? Do it some more. Amen. When the devil tries you to stop, amen, you do the opposite. Praise God. And you'll have God with you. Amen. As Jesus said, doesn't matter where you go, all the way to the ends of the earth, to the ends of the world. He says, I will be with you. So when the devil says, stop, what do you do? You do it some more. Hallelujah. And this is what happened to the disciples when they came out anointed with the Holy Ghost. Amen. To preach Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. That wouldn't stop them. A slap on the wrist. Amen. They had to commit, you know, they had to use the death sentence to get them to stop. Amen. That's what happened with the first martyr. All the way back from the Old Testament, when you read how, man, that young man could preach. He could lay it out. Hey, Moses, and then there was David, and there was, he could lay it out right down through the prophets, right up to Jesus Christ and him crucified. And when he got to Jesus Christ, they said, uh-oh. They took him out, and they stoned him to death. They were getting ready to do the same thing for Peter. This time, the church prayed. What was the difference? Amen. Second time, they said, oh, man, this makes them happy. So maybe we'll figure out. Amen. James, Peter, they get themselves in, amen, in, into, into this legal conflict, this legal, legal battle. Amen. But this time the church was praying. Amen. It made a difference because the angel of the Lord came to Peter and says, Peter, get up, get dressed, put your shoes on, you're out of here. Follow me. Hallelujah. Peter comes knocking on the door. He says, hey, it's Peter. We're praying for you. Hey, yeah, it's Peter. What? Amen. The little sister, she was so, she didn't realize. Amen. Because the church was praying for Peter and it got him out. Amen. This is the book of Acts. The Spirit of God. This is the baptism, which begins with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I thank God this is what makes the difference in our lives today. Amen. And we're still in the book of Acts. Actions. We're active for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think I'm running out of time. Mark 13, verse 13. Thank you for your patience. Thanks for still sticking with me. Jesus says, Mark 13, verse 13, ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. And this is where I get my title from. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. End time endurance. We're going to have to endure. They're going to hate us for the name's sake of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Don't go breaking laws and then saying, oh, they're, they're, they're just, no, they don't like me because I'm a Christian. No, no, no. They're going to hate you for the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God as we walk the face of this earth. For in those days shall be affliction such as was not. This is verse 19. Sorry, I'm skipping just to move quickly ahead. Mark 13, verse 19. For in those days shall be affliction such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, and neither shall there be anything like it afterwards. Neither shall there be. And except, listen, verse 20. That's why we're still kind of, whether I'm here or you're there or the younger people or whatever, we're, we're still, the saints of God are still here. All this is happening. Jesus said, man, there's a mess. There's such affliction. It was never, the earth was never afflicted before this time, and it's, it's never going to be this bad again. And now the Lord says, in verse 20, except that the Lord shortened those days, 
no flesh should be saved. So there's still some salvation prospects. So the days need to be shortened. That's how tough it's going to get. Except for those who have gone on, waiting the, for their reward. No flesh should be saved. Verse 20, I'm going to read it again. Mark 13. And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he hath, or he will shorten the days. So there's still going to be some elect running around on some very tough days. Do you have what it takes to get to the end? Right now we're doing all right. My friends, my brothers and sisters in North America, it's not the case in other parts of the world. Let's double check those days. Revelation chapter 7, and I'm, I'll be finished. Give me about five, six minutes, and I want to pray for everyone before we leave. Thank you, Jesus. So get ready to pray. In the book of Revelation, chapter 7, I begin reading from the first verse. I'm going to read three verses. I've touched on this before, but I need to bring this back into this teaching as we look at it this week. Or today, rather. Revelation 7, verse 1, and after these things, this is the revelation that John, John was seeing things about 60 years after the crucifixion. If I depend on what history tells us, around 92 AD or... And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, verse 2. Excuse me. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels. So there's a fifth angel. Do you, have the, do you understand? There's four angels. One, two, three, four. Now a fifth angel shows up. And he says, hey, hang on. He cries with a loud voice. Thank God for angels. To whom it was given... He cries to the four angels. Now, to these four angels, it was given to hurt the earth. Are you reading with me? Amen. Verse 2. These four angels, sometimes we, we have the wrong picture sometimes of what angels or who angels really are. That's why you need, that's why you need to read the Bible. You need to read the scriptures, what thus saith the Lord. Want to find out, you want to know what an angel looks like? Well, read the Bible. Want to know what an angel can do? Read, read. Hallelujah. Have I said this before? You want to know what God can do? Read. You want to know how God will act? How God will react? Read. Amen. Because God has a reaction. Praise God. And I know that because I read. Blessed be his holy name. So verse 2 says, he says, now I see there's a fifth angel shows up. And he has the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the other four angels, and the four angels, they were going to hurt the earth. Not purgatory, hurt the earth. I want you to read this with me. Make sure I'm not adding anything. Or They came, 
Those angels, they're going to hurt the earth. Where are you and I today? On the earth. I know we're getting ready to get out of here. Jesus said, my kingdom's not, not about being down here. The little guy can run around trying to build up his kingdom. You can use all of Gates' money, all of Bezos' money. It makes no difference. Whatever you're going to build, it's all going to fall apart. It all collapses. So the angels are there. They're going to hurt the earth. And now the fifth angel, thank God for the fifth angel, verse 3. He says, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And if you continue reading, you can continue reading if you would. Maybe we'll pick up, next week we'll pick up a little further into the, I want to get into Thessalonians. Next week, we're going to go back, hallelujah, into Thessalonians and look at that time which is coming, the last trump. I've mentioned if you haven't read Revelations for a while, go ahead and read some of the Revelations. There's a reason why Paul said the sound of the last trump, because there's seven angels with seven trumpets. And the first angel sounded. And you can read this. It takes you three chapters. And the second angel sounded. My sister's listening. Good to see you, Jeff, Tanya, Kylie. Hallelujah. A song I wrote years ago. And I think a couple of years ago, I think my sister Tanya was, she knows a song by heart, which is basically Revelations, because I spoke with spoken word with some music in the background in my younger days. And she could quote. If you can still quote it, sister. And the first angel sounded, hallelujah. And then we look at that, praise God, there's seven angels, seven trumpets, there's seven seals, seven churches. Go through, we're getting into the book of Revelations. Praise God. The revelation that John saw, it's a blessing. Praise God. First angel sounds, there's the first trumpet, second angel, second trumpet, third trumpet, fourth trumpet, fifth trumpet. I, I can't tell you the day, can't tell you when they're going to start sounding. All I can tell you is gonna, there's going to be, the last trump is going to sound. And you need to be ready. I want to pray a couple of minutes. Give me two minutes. I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you that you be ready. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 44, is it? He says, therefore, he says, now this is what I've said. Therefore, be ye also ready. You need to be ready. Like I said, I can't give you the day, can't give you the time, can't give you the hour. I can't line it up. I don't have a chart for you to look at. But what I do have is some instructions through the Word of God so that you can be ready, and you need to be ready. You need to make that decision today. Lord, I want to be ready. If you're not ready, get ready now. Now. Today is the day. Now is the time. One minute, 60 seconds. I'll give you a praise, God, to get ready. I've given you a touch of some things. It's going to get rough. It's going to be difficult. You, you will not be abandoned. He says, Jesus says, I will never leave you. There's another verse, if someone can put that up for me. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Praise God. It looks like we have a certain distance to go. Praise God. We will not be abandoned. We need to call upon Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. 30 seconds to make your decision. Praise God. I want you to receive Jesus Christ today. For as many as received him, to them, to the receivers, to them that received, amen, as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, amen, to the receivers. You receive Jesus Christ, you get power, hallelujah, praise God. Ten seconds, 
Get ready to pray. My brothers and sisters, if you know how to pray, pray with me in English. Pray in French. Pray in tongues. Just pray. Praise God. There's people need, that need, amen, to make a decision today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And now is the time. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. For those of you just joining with us, thank God. Good to see you all the way up to Hudson's Bay. Praise God. Praise his holy name. This is important. And it's time to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you another 30 seconds. Someone, someone's on the brink of deciding. You're not sure. Considering, oh, what about my friends? What about my family? What about your soul? Hallelujah. That's what's important today is your soul in the name of Jesus. And that's what I'm going to pray. And I would, I would count it a privilege if, I, if you would allow me to pray with you and pray for you. Praise God. If you want to write it in the comments and say, you prayed for me today. Today I decided. I know some of you have. Not many, but some of you have. A few months ago, and you're still listening. I see you coming on. So you prayed for me. Today you prayed for me. Praise God. Amen. And I would appreciate, hallelujah, the, the blessing, praise God, as my brothers and sisters join with me that we can pray for someone deciding. The Bible, Jesus says, marvel not that I say unto you that you must be born again. And as we look at these situations and these circumstances that will arise, we need to, or, or the responsibility is up to you. You need to decide. I can teach you. I can encourage you. I can prod. I can get on my knees. I can beg. I can, I can plea with you. I can help. I can encourage. I can counsel. I can do all these things. I can't make the decision for you. That's, I have my wife, Proverb 31 woman, who she encourages me. She's by my side. She labors with me. She helps me. She can't make the decision for me. Praise God. And I help her in return. That's how it works between a couple. Children, same thing. Praise God, what the, how the Bible teaches us. But you, everyone listening today, you're old enough to make that decision. And there's people praying for you. Praise God. So I don't care if you've listened to me for the first time or if you've listened to me 100 times. You need to decide. Be ready. Jesus says, therefore, be ye also ready. If you're not ready now, get ready. Get ready. 15 seconds, and I'm going to pray. My brothers and sisters in front of me, they're standing at home, if you would, as well. You can join us. Put your hands up. You may have shared this with your uncle, with your cousin, with your children, or your grandchildren. You don't know. Your boss, or your employees, or your employer, you don't know who we are praying for right now as we read these scriptures and say, yeah, I, I want to get to the end. Jesus Christ says, I've gone to prepare a place for you. Are you going to get to your place? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So those of you just joining with us, amen. Praise God. Amen. Rosa, Sister Rosa, my brother Robert up um, by Hudson's Bay. Praise God. My brother Thomas. Praise God. And Marie Baudry, Dolores. Amen. Ruby, praise God. Thank God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You joined us just in time to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank God for this day which you have given us. Praise God. Some of us have been blessed here in Montreal. We heard the preaching in French, and then we heard it in English. But I thank God for this English programming right now for my brothers and sisters, all the way from the Hudson Bay, all the way as far north as my brothers listening in the Yukon. I go all the way down south of Lake Ontario. My brother and sister, praise God, especially for our, our Ontario brothers and sisters. Lord, what's happening in that province? Praise God. Protect them and keep them safe and secure, Lord, in the days to come. As the numbers go up, as the infections go up, 
I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Praise God, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I pray for my brothers and sisters, praise God. All the way out west, all the way to the east of this land, of this nation. Praise God, listening south of the border. My American friends, my American brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. Praise God for the blessing that we have heard. Hallelujah. To be encouraged through the word of God. Amen. The promise of Jesus Christ. He says, lo, I'll be with you. Praise God. I thank God today. We stand not alone. Where there are two or three gathered together in my name. Jesus said, there shall I be in their midst. Praise God. And I thank God that we have that blessing to be a partaker of that promise today. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Now I pray for that person. Young person. Doesn't matter what age. Making that decision. Come to realize and recognize that I am a sinner and it's time to repent. Today, I repent. And you say these words, say, Lord, I know I am a sinner. Short of the glory of God. Undeserving, but I wish to receive your gift. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Ask God for the gift. You're asking for the gift of eternal life. And that's how you pray. That's how you ask God. Be merciful unto me, a sinner. Hallelujah. God will come into his life through his spirit and change your life for a better way. So ask God, say, God, give me a better way. I'm tired of my sins. A repentant heart. I want to turn, change directions, change my way. I'm a sinner. I want to come home, praise God, to where I belong, to where Jesus Christ is my Lord, to where Jesus Christ is my Savior. Jesus Christ is my Master. I'm tired of sin. Hallelujah. Pray it. Praise God. The Bible says to confess your sins, not, not to a man or to a woman. You confess to God. Not to be ashamed. Jesus Christ said, don't be ashamed of me. Confess. If you confess my name to your friends, to your neighbors, if, to the people around you, he says, I'll confess your name to my Father. That's why in Romans chapter 10, it says, confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. The same shall be saved. Believe it in your heart and confess it with your tongue. The same shall be saved. So today you confess Jesus Christ. That's how you pray. That's how you get saved. You're not signing a membership. You're not joining a church. You are born. You must be born again. You're being born again right now. It's the best decision you have ever made. And I pray for that person right now, somewhere in the world. In Jesus' name, if they're not listening to this program live, the day after, the day, the month after, the week after, souls are being saved and added to the kingdom of God. Devil, back off in the name of Jesus. You have no business uh, uh, attempting to do, amen, your wiles, your darts, whatever you throw at us, they are quenched for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world than you. I thank God today. We have power, praise God, amen, to continue to walk pleasing in his sight. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Thank God for that person asking for repentance, asking for your mercy. May the grace of God be upon them, praise God, in the name of Jesus. I thank God for souls that are being added to the kingdom of God, in the name of Jesus, praise God, that they walk circumspectly, redeeming the time from this day forward, in Jesus' name. We turn our back to sin, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah, by the power of Jesus Christ, amen, we are taken out of the miry clay, Hallelujah. Messed up, muddy, filthy, and sin. Praise God. Wash us and make us clean by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The blood which you shed for each and every one of us on Calvary today. Praise God. I thank God for, your, for the redemption which is your blood. Hallelujah. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. For, that, for the... For my brother and sister, calling upon you for redemption today, praise God, as they become members, hallelujah, as they join the body of Christ, 
Jesus Christ being the head, hallelujah, as he become, praise God, amen. Saved in Jesus' name, sanctified in Jesus' name, praise God. Not religious, give them life in the name of Jesus. Give them life in Jesus' name, praise God. I pray, some of us listening, our hands are up for our daughter, our hands are up for our son, our hands are up for our grandchildren, for the, even the wife right now is praying for her husband, and the husband is praying for a wife in the name, for his wife, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Amen. I stand with you right now in the same accord, in the same spirit, and we break down the strongholds that exist in the lives of people, our children, our family, cousins, uncles, aunts, neighbors, our employees, the people that we witness to. Somehow we just sow a seed, Lord. In the name of Jesus right now, I pray, hallelujah, giving you all the glory in Jesus' name for souls being added to the kingdom of God, for souls that will confess Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Pray with me, my brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ. Praise God. If you're making your decision for the first time today, if you're deciding... Right now with me, praise God. I pray that the spirit of the living God be upon you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. No longer a slave to sin. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sin shall no longer have dominion over you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Get ready, amen, for your, for your mortality to put on immortality in the name of Jesus. Praise God. No longer walking in the dark, but to walk in the light. For Jesus Christ is the light of this world. Praise God. Hallelujah. I welcome you to the light. If you pray this prayer with me today, it's done. It's that quick. Jesus said, God said he would do it. He'll allow you the repentance. Not only as you, you repent, he'll give you the forgiveness and forgive you of your sin. Praise God. So you repent. Praise God. Amen. And be saved in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank God for the word of God which we have heard today. I thank God for all my brothers and sisters stretched throughout this land, stretched throughout this country in the name of Jesus. We need your guidance. We need your spirit, Lord. Hallelujah. That will lead us and guide us into all truth. And especially, praise God, we need that endurance unto the end. Whatever it takes to endure, give it to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Give us the helmet of salvation and make it more thick, more, praise God, the hard hat, amen, make it tough, praise God, it won't be penetrated by the fiery darts of the devil, that breastplate of righteousness, praise God, thicken it as our faith grows, praise God, make it, hallelujah, so it's impenetrable, hallelujah, praise God, for the shield which we have, amen, the sword, praise God, hallelujah, sharper than any two-edged sword, nothing, amen, that carnal man can make, but it's in our hands, Lord, amen, I thank God, Praise God. Having our loins girt, we're protected. Praise God. Right down to the feet, which are shod in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Thank God for the truth, which protects our loins, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Giving you all the praise and the glory. I thank God for my brothers and sisters serving you. Praise God. Amen. We've allowed our tithes and our offerings to be given day after day and week after week. We give you the praise and the glory. Multiply in whatever aspect, praise God, that is required, needed in our life. Amen. Supply according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. This is my prayer as we prosper, as we continue to pray for one another. Lord, as we prosper, as we grow in the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We shall not be found wanting. There's no famine of the word of God in our lives in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Whatever is happening, curfew and restrictions, especially for the saints and my brothers and sisters in Ontario. Praise God, Lord, 
I just don't have words, but protect them. Hallelujah. By your saving grace, in the name of Jesus, anoint them and bless them. Praise God. Keep the doors open. In Jesus' name, praise God. Whatever men and women come up with, that's their, that's their option. That's their thing. That's the, but we have your calling. We have your will. It's before us. It's in our hands. It's in our heart. It's in our mind. And I thank God this is what we shall do from this day forth, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank God for this opportunity to enter in and to preach the word of God again. Lord, I give you all the praise and I give you all the glory. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory forever and ever, Lord. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer with me, Listen, it's the best decision that you've ever made. There's no going back. Hallelujah. Jesus said he'd be with you, and he is with you unto the end. Praise God. Amen. The ends of this earth, the ends of the world, doesn't matter where you're listening, doesn't matter how far we got to go. Praise God. Jesus Christ is with you. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. So you got the beginning, you got the end. What else do you need? Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's it. Praise God. Amen. That's all you need. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ is there for you and I today. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you need to go back and listen to the rest of this teaching, do that. There's going to be some links that will appear in the comment section if you're listening to me on Facebook that will lead you into a couple of different directions where you hear more teaching and more preaching of the Word of God. It's what we need. We need faith. Jesus Christ is coming back and he's looking for faith. Shall the Son of Man find faith? Will he find faith? Praise God. Therefore, be also ready. I love you all. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening to That's the Truth. Until next time, amen, I trust that you are ready. So get ready, be ready, and stay ready. Hallelujah, praise God. In the name of Jesus Christ, be ready, praise God. Blessings, blessings in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, praise God. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.